You're listening to The Haunting of Blind Manor After Show by Horror Movie Talk. The Haunting of Bly Manor After Show. Sounds perfect. It's just exactly like the Queen. It's just like Just, it. I mean. Where are your corgis? Where yeah. are they? <laughs> so on a normal episode of Horror Movie Talk, we review and discuss one horror movie in detail. But for this special, special series of 10 episodes, we will be having an opinionated and accidentally funny discussion on each episode of The Haunting of Bly Manor, your panel of expert hosts for this whole uh, jolly good experience <laughs> each week. Oh, well, for each episode are Dr. Bryce Hansen. Um, that's me. I hold a PhD in spookology and... You hold it? Mm-hmm, you I hold, hold it in hold, my hand. Hold it. I keep it in my pocket. Uh, and I am Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare. No notes. So without further ado, The Haunting of Bly Manor After Show with Horror Movie Talk. We've got a great show today. We're on episode three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to start out by giving a brief synopsis of the episodes, which will not take long. And then we're going to get right into spoilers and take a deeper dive into the episode. So today, let's talk about episode three. So in this episode, it's very simple. We're given the backstory of the previous au pair Rebecca Jessel, played by Tahira Sharif, and Uncle Henry's assistant, Peter Quint, played by Oliver Jackson Cohen, which you might recognize from The Invisible Man, where he played The Invisible Man. From 2020. He was the villain. He was probably the best horror movie of 2020. Yeah, I I think I could agree to that. Um, Yeah, if you haven't seen The Invisible Man... Almost uh, as good as The Turning. Uh, <laughs> almost. The, you, you're talking. I mean, about... the, the turning is almost as good as the Invisible Man. Okay. Just well, that's barely. that's not even yeah, just the Invisible Man. Just ekes out the lead. Not even close. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, he's a he's a stunning gentleman. Yeah, good to look at. Yeah, if you're you know a lady or recognize just good looking people in general. Yeah, uh, and Tahira Sharif is just drop dead gorgeous mm-hmm. as well. And interesting. This is an interesting. But probably very necessary take for the third episode, right? Because now we're being introduced to two people who we know not at all from the first two episodes. They're alluded to, and we catch glimpses of Peter. And he's, like, definitely um, alluded to as, like, a villain. Like, he's not a good dude. Right. And, uh, And, of course, we have heard that they had a previous au pair that died tragically. And she had some kind of affair with... Peter. Right. So, I mean, that's the other so, part of this episode is Peter and Miss Jessel have an affair and um, we're shown Peter's charming facade uh, sh- soon shows cracks and he is revealed as a real manipulative sociopath. 
Yeah, he feels that way right off the bat, and it's real strange as an American listening to his act. He has a very thick accent. Yeah, and, Irish accent. Irish Irish accent, and he's like, oh, ch- 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 top of the morning, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's exa- it's exactly like that. That sounds exactly right, right to me right. to my uh, to my American ear. Right. No, but um, if you don't if you don't have subtitles. If you just turn away from this, because the the copy of the of the Haunting of Bly Manor that we have is exclusively subtitled, you can't turn right. it off. He is a very hard to understand man. See, I don't with that Irish accent. I don't think so. But try I don't, it. I don't know. Try there, watching this episode again. There are a couple phrases that just are not recognizable phrases. I'm pretty good. I need to. I'm pretty good at at, at hearing past the accent. But yeah. But th- he's got a little bit of a challenge in there. Anyway, yeah. so. So before we get into the spoilers, just want to let you know we have a website, horrormovietalk.com. There you can find links to our social media. You can talk with us on any platform, really. But probably the most popular one is our Facebook group. And lots yeah, of discussion Facebook and on. Instagram are both, uh, you know, we... And we'll talk to anybody, all comers. Yeah. Normally, if you're if you're new to Horror Movie Talk and you just stumbled across this after show, um, we normally post a new episode every Wednesday where we cover a horror movie. Um, if you have any questions or you want to complain or tell us that we're wrong, uh, call 682-253-4468 and leave a voicemail. Also, if you want to support the show, probably the best way to do that is our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash horror movie talk. Um, so that's it for now. We're not going to... Let's get into the show. Let's get into it, Bryce. Just enough about you. All right. Let's get into... Sp- Spoilers. Trust to Peter spoilers. Okay. That's how Irish people laugh. Oh, that's oh. just, I mean. Right. Wow. That's racist. It's not racist. They're white. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this episode All is, of them? All of them? Who are they? Why they got to be they? I just picture just a sea of Conan O'Briens. Yeah. Well, they, they're my people, so... Just both... Just exactly like clones of Conan O'Brien, just some of them have vaginas. Wow. Bold. Mm-hmm. Episode three. <laughs> so, yeah, this one's about Miss Jessel and Peter Quint. Uh... The this takes place the previous year from most of the events that we've been watching mm-hmm. in the previous episodes. Miss um, Jessel is just hired, um, and we know that she's the previous nanny, and it does not end well. Au pair, yeah, not nanny, nanny, not, not they, au pair, not nanny. They make it very or, clear. Yeah, I, okay. People in the know or people in the UK, what is the difference between nanny, au pair, and governess? Right. Like, is there a difference? Yeah. What is the... Because I think governess and au pair is, like, used interchangeably even in the show. Yeah, I, I could... I, you know, I, I would have liked to to been able to say that I did some research and found out for you, but, boy, man, that's a tall order. And if it's a male, that's... Would it be a governor? Again, that number is 682-253-4468. Anyways... Um, they don't really hide the fact that Peter's not a good dude. I think previously to this episode or 
pretty quick he's labeled as a thief mm-hmm. um so we know that going in uh mrs jessel Ms. comes miss jessel is comes to bly manor and is introduced and um it's kind of revealed that she is the source for the phrase perfectly splendid perfectly splendid i mean i love flora i just i just love her yeah. I, I love that character and the way she's executed so much because she right. uh i have two little girls and right. uh, and she reminds me so much of of my my oldest yeah my my daughter is right at the same age she's my daughter's gonna be turning eight in a couple months and that's the age that flora is supposed to be and uh yeah precocious little little girl yeah they're just old enough to like really have a personality and be able to you know charm you charm you yeah um so throughout the episode just like the other episodes it jumps back and forth between the present and a year ago um (laughs) it goes to it goes to um them meeting miss jessel and and uh the kids are really having a good time and they decide to kind of like pull an all-nighter <laughs> and like uh floor is like we're gonna stay up all night long and it's gonna be so perfectly <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. just cuts to her like asleep it's great yeah it's there's, a great cut. the smash cuts in this are are really well done because mm-hmm. it's doing them all the time to smash between um past and present and then also to smash between to to set up ironic funny things like like right. this you know yeah i'd like to take a moment to bring up uh a quick question what do you uh what do you suppose it costs to, costs to heat this place <laughs> the the real the real horror story is the, in the, the haunt- electric bill is the electric bill <laughs> in the haunting of bly man that's yeah. the bly manor horror story is like I bet it's a little expensive. Man, you, if you ever see, like, um, shows or reality shows or documentaries where it goes to one of these, like, manners, mm-hmm. like, nine times out of ten, it's, like, people that are like, ah, I can't keep this up at all. Like, the place is oh, falling apart yeah. because it takes millions of dollars to maintain. Right. Because it's, like, number one, the heating is ridiculous because it's just cavernous yeah all all high ceilings yeah and then not just high ceilings like yeah palatially high ceilings yeah it's got like period you know woodwork all the way through like this the roof you're like you can't just put like asphalt shingles up there you gotta like (laughs) (laughs) put out like crap you gotta like get like chiseled uh, cedar like yeah you gotta get like cedar shingles chiseled granite <laughs> shingles oh yeah sure so like it's it's very rare that you see one of these palaces like perfectly maintained i right. think this this is the example and then maybe downton abbey but even downton abbey they're complaining about how stuff has fallen apart and it's really really expensive right so yeah, it'd be great to live in one of these, but you got to be like a billionaire. Oh yeah, for sure. To hire enough people to take care of it. Yeah, um, that's that old money. Yeah, that's old money. So Peter's really putting the moves on Miss Jessel, um, but by way of Flora at the beginning, uh, Peter gives Flora roses. It, 
pretty much exactly the same bouquet as Miles gave Danny in the last episode. Yeah, episode two, Miles very creepily gave, so it, gave Danny some roses and like floofed her hair and was like, hey, baby. Yeah, so it it makes it pretty clear that it's making connections. It's yeah, like, game sees game. Miles, <laughs> Miles got his game from Peter Quint. Well, I'd. I'd go further than that. Uh, I mean, it's questionable. I, I immediately went to like, oh well, Miles is getting possessed by Peter. Yeah, like that's it's hard happening. to know. Yeah, it's hard to know because Miles is already talking in episode two about like, so what are the rules for possession? Like, yeah, you have to give permission because that's not my experience. <laughs> you know, like so it's uh, it's pretty clear that we're we're being shown that Peter. And Miles has an inexplicable um, uh, a, a addiction to cigarettes. <laughs> I think that comes later. A little like it, later, it becomes more blatant in in later episodes. Yeah, but you're shown all these things, and there's phrases that Miles had said up to this point that um, Peter starts saying, and right. then on the same note, like Flora also is like saying stuff that it's revealed comes from Miss Jessel. Right. It's less clear if she's you know, possessed maybe yeah. versus like just being really influenced by her. Um, but Cause, anyways, because p- kids pick things up like, like, first of all, they idolize you, right? Right. If you're an adult who they think is cool, like they will do everything that you do. Yeah. And so it's, it's very, it's kind of a mind fuck a little bit because it's very believable that these kids would just, uh, you know, pick up the, the affectations of, of the people who they, who they liked a lot. Yeah. So in a previous episode, I don't think we talked about it, but Miles says kind of a weird phrase when talking to Danny about like, oh, I just needed to see their key or something. Or maybe he says it in the in the boarding school. There's there's at some point Miles says in a previous episode, like, I just wanted to see yeah. their key. Yeah, I had to see the something key. Like that. And then in P- in this episode, Peter Quint um, talks to Miles about keys so yeah. this is this is a clip um, from the episode. Do you know what life is really all about, Miles? Not flowers. Keys. See, people are like locked rooms. They've all got different locks, and you've got to guess the shape of their key. Like how there are keys to all the doors in this pointlessly, excessively large house different keys for different doors so if you want someone to open a door you have to try out different keys until you find the one that works like for people like your uncle his keys money or flattery for horses his carrots and for women most of them his flowers 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 yeah it's I mean that is that is barely the English I speak. Yeah, should I should I do the translation? No, they, no. Should, they probably get so. Um, so yeah, this is very much um, from Peter talking about keys and basically the exact way that a sociopath would view people. Yeah, of like, how can I unlock the value of this person by right ingratiating myself to them and what they want right and he yeah shows- that's a really good point this is a this is literally how sociopaths right work 
They, yeah. they look at people as things to be used. And right. how, how do I manipulate them to get that thing? Right. And um, so it shows Peter kind of picking away at, at Miss Jessel. It first starts by trying to sow dissatisfaction in her, like really by talking about classism and like, hey, you don't owe these people anything. Like these are, they're different people. They're different than us. You know? Yeah. Like you had to work so hard to get where you are. And she wants to be what? A baroness or something like that. Um who? Uh, Miss Jessel. Miss Jessel. Well, she... Oh, not Baroness. A barrister. A barrister. She I'm wants sorry. to be a lawyer. Yes, that's that's right. Um, and uh, and this will be good experience because the man who hired her is a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, can we just talk about, like... Yeah, I know that English came from England. Great. But okay. I think... I think... <laughs> set, cue, I, cue the incredibly... Uh, I think America perfected it. Okay. Which is a better name for someone that practices law? Barrister or lawer? <laughs> lawyer. They're, they're the a lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, we also came up with WAP. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't see Britain coming up with wet-ass pussy. I'd like to see a version of... They'd of, probably be like, um, you know... Moist. Okay. What would be the the ass? Oh, tush, shoot. tushy. No, what would they call it? Um, bum. Keister. What what bum? What do they call the the pussy? It's a uh, <laughs> oh uh, fanny. Fanny. Yeah. <laughs> Moist bum fanny. <laughs> Waff. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. No. Yeah, I would like to see a version of uh, WAP that's uh, that's just said a little differently it's right wet ass pussy <laughs> <laughs> it's not wet ass pussy it's wet ass pussy i think that's what <laughs> i think that's what they call asses in in male prisons ass pussy yeah let me see that ass pussy okay <laughs> you ever see it there's a bubbles running yeah. down the crack of a man's ass <laughs> think i gotta standing give me a piece of that standing in the shower Look at that wet ass pussy. Episode three. All right, episode. Uh, the haunting of uh, Blind Manor. We love prison rape over here in America. It's hilarious. It's ha- <laughs> <laughs> rape. Okay. Um. So yeah, Peter's putting on the moves. Um. They do that. You know, the most intimate and like sexy move of just that little pinky touch. <laughs> just that little. It's a little pinky rub. A little pinky rubs all over the place in this show. And as I said in the previous episode, that is more intimate than getting like a a gagging blowjob. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close. Um, and then it like jumps back and forth and, and it's basically Hannah talking about Miss Jessel. Oh, well, I think it's she's talking about him back then, too. Um, but it kind of puts forth the... What would you call it? The thesis of this episode, which is people mix up love and possession. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's an interesting, it's an interesting thought, especially in the context of their relationship, right? Right. Because you have Miss Jessel, who is really looking to get ahead, and who is it is revealed has a bit of a a daddy complex. Um, yeah, it's revealed in episode four. Yeah. 
uh, or maybe it's five. I think it may be five. It later, later kind of explains like why Miss Jessel really like falls for this because Peter does find her key. Like he finds like this is what she wants to hear, and yeah. this is like the the thing that will. <laughs> I tried to try to muffle it. <laughs> There's newcomers to horror movie talk, so they're not used to like full on belches into their ear. Yeah, you'll get used to it. Yeah, we're, we want to ease you into it. We want to do that little it. little pinky touch. <laughs> First, you'll hear hear gurgling. Yeah, and then once you get into the regular then horror the movie breathy, talk episode, th- then the breathy burps and then full on mm-hmm. belches. <laughs> We got we to gotta start doing, like, talking through the belches. I don't think we do that I've, enough. I've done it once or twice. Yeah, okay. It's pro. It's the, that's the pro move. <laughs> um, so, like, she falls almost immediately in love with Peter. And just, How like, could you not? Yeah, I mean. You look into those eyes, you just fall in them. You know, you yeah. just... <sighs> and that big, you know, he's got that big chest that you can just kind of cuddle up into. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I love a broad-shouldered man. and peter see the thing is like that all being considered peter is like so transparently a creep yeah like well it's very obvious because he can be he can be you know he can totally afford to be right and that's it's weird because it's strangely true to life. He's he's a person we've all met, you know, frat guy, right? Tall, dashing. He's like, you know, when they talk about the top one percent, he's like the one percenter of Tinder. Oh, there you go. He's just like he he has the pick of the litter of just like he's getting all the swipe rights. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so he's acting weird, like he's. <laughs> Doing like just bad ideas, like hey Miles, here's a here's a keepsake. Um, I got this from my dad. Here's a lighter. Yeah, like don't give a ten year old boy a lighter. Do you want to die in an arson fire? Yeah, because that's how you die in an arson. That fire. That is literally how you, how it happens. Um, to the point where like it's so odd that I almost don't believe that that was actually Peter's dad's lighter. It's like. Everything that comes out of Peter's mouth, you kind of don't yeah, it's, trust. It's hard to trust him. He's he's not a trust a trustworthy source. Um, Hannah, the housekeeper, keeps stumbling in on them and kind of observing this relationship as it unfolds. Yeah, she stumbles into a lot of scenes yeah. and sees things that she shouldn't, right? Um, or that you know are intimate between Peter and Miss Jessel. Yeah, and this episode also introduces um no wait i think it was the last episode introduces hannah seeing that crack no 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 so the first episode hannah see every well um yeah hannah sees the crack on in the first episode or maybe it's the second episode and she tells the uh the gardener yeah yeah, the the groundskeeper um jamie she's like hey that there's a crack in the tile in the kitchen Mm -hmm. like right to the right of the um yeah. Or the fireplace there. Can you? And every time they check it, it's gone. Yeah, like, there's it's no just, crack there. And this crack just keeps showing up. The same shape crack, like, on the tile and, like, the wallpaper. Very distinctive crack. Yeah. And she's kind of being haunted. She's, like, almost addicted to this crack. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Peter... Oh, yeah. So then then it shows Flora talking to Miss Jessel about Peter, and she's like, Peter says you're beautiful. He stayed the night here. And, like, Miss Jessel is probably thinking in her head, like, yeah, kid, we just fucked. Yeah, I know, I know. 
I know he was here. I know he was here. And he was up all in this this moist bum fanny, fanny <laughs> you know. Okay. And, uh, that MBF. <laughs> um. Da, 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 da. So an, another scene. Miss Jessel goes to uh, Flora. Oh, no, wait. I'm getting this all mixed up. So then it flashes forward to, like, the present day, and Danny finds Flora at this, you know, the lake that shall not be spoken of. Yeah. And uh, she's kind of, like, off in the, like, Flora, again, is looking off into the middle distance, and and uh, Danny's like, what the, what are you doing what out here? Like, what? I've been looking for you yeah. all over. And, and Flora's like, oh. <laughs> and then they turn around and start walking away. And you see Miss Jessel in the reeds yeah. in, the, in the background. That's where then, and, and that, and she was standing where Flora kept looking past right. Danny. She was looking past her too, to Miss Jessel. So now we have, uh, we can kind of surmise that the person that Flora is, Pretty consistently yeah. looking at is Miss Jessel right. the the previous au pair because it makes sense because she's like tells Danny it's okay to wear Miss Jessel's right. hair clip. She's like, yeah. So the pieces of the puzzle are coming together in regard to Flora and what she's looking at. Yeah, there's kind of a throwaway line with Miles. Yeah, I caught saying, on to this one too. Just saying, uh, telling Danny that Flora lies. Yeah, Miles is like Flora lies, but there was a weird punctuation on that. In this scene, it was like Flora lies. Yeah, lots of, and I don't know what I can't remember what he says it about. Maybe in, if I go back and watch it, it would make sense. Flora in said da, da 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 about this and that. But yeah, lots of uh, sowing discord and distrust <laughs> throughout this show. Um, we already talked about there's some kind of connection between Peter and Miles and Flora and Miss Jessel. Um, Peter tells. Um, her name is Rebecca Jessel. So he tells Rebecca, um, after the second time they fuck, they wake up in the morning and Miss Jessel, like innocuously is like, checks the time is like, Oh, I gotta, oh, I gotta go. go. I gotta go. And she like, take gets, care of the kids gets up and he's like, he starts out. He's like, Oh no, don't go. Like, cause he, she wakes down a little longer. Let's she's, hang out. She's like, it starts, the, the scene starts with like Peter kind of cuddling up and probably like poking her her left cheek with his dick <laughs> it's like yeah and they wake up and he's like you know angling for a uh. for <laughs> uh. for that moist bum fanny Are you eating up? Are you eating up? and uh he she gets up and he's like ah oh, don't don't go and he's kind of like kind of frustrated she's and she's like, like no nah, i gotta go and then I he's get, like hey fucking don't go anywhere and he like reaches out and grabs her arm like strongly like yeah. jesus christ yeah it escalated very quickly yeah it was like, like whoa it's like listen bitch <laughs> you ain't going and uh as as you do like it's just the the reveal of like full-on sociopath like this is what i want like, how dare you? Did like, I not make myself clear? The anger, like, that flares up immediately when he doesn't get something his way. Yeah. It's and, very disturbing. Uh, yeah, it's disturbing. At, at this point, I ask, like, why would Rebecca fall for this absolute sociopathic creep? Did you did you look at him? <laughs> yeah, but did you look at him? Maybe she just didn't understand what he was saying. She's, <laughs> he's like... 
don't leave, bitch. But he's he's saying in an Irish accent, so she, she just hears it. Right it's like, diddly doy. Right to diddly doy. It's like, yeah. oh, he's so adorable. I gotta go, though. <laughs> um, so, the thing I notice in this episode, even back in the past with Miss Jessel, those muddy footprints mm-hmm. appear. Yeah. Because I assume that the muddy footprints were from Miss Jessel's ghost. But they're coming not. from the lake. They're but, from the, the, the lady in the lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strange women lying in ponds distributing swords is no basis for a system of government. Wow. Supreme executive power derives from a mandate from the masses, not from some farcical aquatic ceremony. Be quiet. <laughs> but you can't expect to wield supreme executive power just because some watery tart threw a sword at you. Shut up! I mean, if I went round saying I was an emperor just because some moistened bint had lobbed a scimitar at me, they put me away. Uh, I'm so interested to know what a bink is. A bint. Oh, bint. Yeah, moistened bint. B i n t. Yeah. What is a what is a bint? Well, I mean the context. It's okay. Some some, some bitch. Some bitch. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I love that quote. That is probably it's overquoted. Yeah, by it's by people who you don't want. To ruin it, yeah. Necessarily. Not like us. I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> not, no. not us excluded. It's obviously. not fucked out if we do it, <laughs> right? Of course. Um, so, yeah. And then, and then it goes another scene where Peter is like in really manipulating her. And so this throughout time, this, throughout this whole episode three, Peter is constantly going back to the 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 West Wing, the wing uh-huh. that's off limits, and he's just. Reckless abandon, walking in there, taking stuff, giving it to people, being like, right. taking whatever he wants to to accomp. He's basically picking up keys to people, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Here's a lighter for you. This is your key. Here's yeah. a fur coat for you, Miss Jessel. This is your key." Yeah, and so he he like gets Miss Jessel to come to the West Wing and reveals like, "Hey, I, I got you this fur coat." She's like, "This this is not." M- yours to give it's obviously um the mother's coat yeah and he's like oh no no no, don't worry I, henry said it was okay it's it's been okayed i've already fast-tracked it uh why don't you take off your clothes and feel this sexy fur against your skin she's yeah. like well okay <laughs> i get and to be honest with you that line would work on me i'd be like yeah i bet that feels great mm-hmm. <laughs> i want to feel what the fur feels like on my naked skin i mean Peter's just all just really wanting to see Miss Jessel's boobs, boobies, tits, titties, tickle bitties, uh, machines. Aren't we all? Um, and then Hannah, like, do you think barges. we'll ever get a boob in, in this show? You think you think we'll ever get in a little bit of no, I don't think so. Okay, yeah, darn, maybe like a ghost boob, mm. maybe like a the shining, like old lady. I don't want to be haunted by titties, boob. I'm already pretty. <clears throat> Pretty, uh, pretty haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hannah walks in on, on them right as they're about to fuck. Yeah, the housekeeper. Yeah, she walks in on, on them and is like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and they're like, oh god, <laughs> so sorry, so sorry. Yeah, and then they quickly run away. So my question is, I get it that Henry, that the uncle Henry, does not want to be bothered with any goings ons of this place, but. Don't you think that they would call and say, like, 
did you really give Peter permission to take like two thousand dollars worth of stuff, jewelry and furs and and stuff? Like you're just okay with basically doubling the au pair salary for right. the month? Well, I mean, they set up the premise pretty well. Uh, they have a pretty strong premise for ne- don't call Henry ever, which is Henry is a drunk. And he's not only that. And he makes it very clear that he does not want to be contacted. Yeah, but even like, even in the case of, like, if it's actually serious, they take her to the doctor. And even and then, like, why would you need to call me? Right. So so the, the premise is strong for not calling Henry. But even then, yeah, but still. You know, it's like, wouldn't you call him for this, though? Right. When it seems like someone's stealing, this seems yeah. like... Yeah. I mean, that would be the headline. Just right. be like, Peter stealing shit. Yeah, if if it were me, like I'm a tattletale and a loudmouth. Mm. But none of the none of the none of the people at Bly Manor seem to be a tattletales or loudmouths. So right. that might be your answer. Yeah. Um and then Hannah like straight up threatens Peter. Peter is like really holding Hannah the housekeeper. Yeah, holding yeah. like his relationship with Henry over hannah's head like yes. hey i can get you fired in a minute and hannah's like mm. i'm t- i'm going to and she says some strange and things. she's also like i don't give a fuck like, but also i'm tied to this house she right. says i'm gonna be here long after you're gone right which is like what the fuck does that mean and it's like yeah she has she has a real surety that she's gonna be around long after peter's gone and you don't know what her hand is you know she, she you're like what does that mean if he can get you fired how could you I think I know what you're alluding to, but we don't know that at this point. No, yet. we don't know that at this point. But she's but very it's a confident. strange thing to say. She's very confident that she's more beloved than Peter, which, like, why wouldn't she be? Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, she's much more necessary to the day-to-day upkeep of this house. Right. Like, and Peter's just basically saying, like, I can get you fired. And, and at some point, Peter, Hannah is like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Do it. Fine. Try me, bro. And uh, it's just not... You just have the feeling this is not going to end Man, well. All P- the Peter acting- is not going to be take well to being threatened. Right. Like, when you threaten a sociopath with taking away their source of power and or money, yeah. they will kill you. Yeah. All, all of the acting in this show, by the way, is just spectacular. Right. I'm really a big fan of, first of all, the cast. Hannah is <clears throat> such a gr- does such a great job mm-hmm. at... at, at being like this like really conflicted inner conflict uh housekeeper and um and they're they all do such a like a tasteful job of like expanding each other's expanding the relationships between all the characters Uh and you know peter's no no different and same thing with miss jessel they're all they're all great characters um so Kind of the the end of this episode is like a really innocuous like dinner, and Owen is is getting ready to bake a cake, and he's trying to decide what the batter is missing, and has probably one of the best puns of the whole series. Owen's great. You got to love Owen, especially yeah. for the dad jokes. Yeah, uh, Owen the cook is maybe maybe my favorite character in uh-huh. the show. Um, so he's like has his cake batter and he asks like flora what's it's mi- what is missing she says it's missing it needs more strawberry and miles said it needs more lemon and so he goes around the room 
and is asking people to taste it to give their opinion. And uh, he... <laughs> He's he's been flirting with Hannah for a while now. Yeah, and Hannah uh, the housekeeper. And he like uh, he like holds the spoon up, and then as she's going in, like just b- gives a big old dollop of of batter on her face. Just like, oh, you're a battered woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, I missed that. It's great. And um, so each gives their opinion, and included in this is is uh, Rebecca. And Peter. Wait, is she a battered woman too? No. Okay. Maybe. But he, she'd like taste it. No. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Peter at the end, like, just because he's a dick, instead of like taking it from the spoon, he he dips his finger in the batter, and everyone's like, Ugh. yeah. But what difference does that make? They're all like licking off the same spoon. All of a sudden, oh, Peter's finger, like, I don't want that. Okay, Peter. I'm fine with everyone's mouth being in the batter but not peter's finger maybe they're just really suspicious of where peter's fingers been are you eating though are you eating though are you eating and then and then at night um oh oh wait 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 and then it gets to like to another like super creepy part this is is this miss jessel or danny 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 so it, it hops forward to present time and and flora and miles put on like a little show on at the stairway um for Danny and the the rest of the crew. I think it's Danny. Boy, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. I I'm pr- yeah, no, it is. Yes. And uh um, Yes it is. So Flora's is like a super cute little poetry reading about a cat and she's adorable. And then Miles is like has a poem about this these puppets and this puppet maker and he's like really adorable and then it gets really dark. He's like then he pulls a string and it hurts. Yeah, it's like he, Jesus it, Christ. Yeah, the speech basically that he gives is like, look, there's this puppet master. He made some puppets and then the puppets forgot about their puppet master and they forgot about their strings and they just went about their fucking lives and they did their shit. And, uh, and then one day, (laughs) and then the puppet master tortures him. End of story. Then One day the puppet master came back and he's like, Hey guys, remember me? And they're like, who are you? And he's like, I hold your strings. And, uh, and so it's basically to, to my eye, uh, it's, it's him saying, look, I'm your fucking boss here. And you may have forgotten that, right? but I can make like, I hold all your strings and if I cut them, it's not going to feel good. Right. So, um, that happens and then it goes back to, um, Miss Jessel and Peter other things happen in, in the present day, but the important thing is that this episode ends with Peter, like, he said he's going to stay another night, but then suddenly he's packing up to leave. He's so pissed off. And he's, like, super pissed off, and it's like, and Rebecca's like, what is going what's, on? What's the problem? I thought we were having a good time. And he's like... Yeah, no. He's like, oh, no. Yeah. So you just suck in some guy's batter anytime he asks you to? It's good to know that you're just open for business 24-7, 365, bitch. Yeah, so any any old man that you that ha- comes up to you with cake batter, you're going to let him bukkake cake batter all your face? Fuck you, bitch. I'm leaving. It's so weird. Yeah, it's so sudden. But also... And it's so innocuous. Like the, It's literally like everyone in the room, including Peter, had a taste test of this batter. It's like... Uh, so you're saying you you also 
this is the, but this is the perfect example of like a controlling manipulative right. like sociopathic boyfriend it's gaslighting it's yeah. like wait this is obviously a completely innocuous interaction and you're and you're making me think like i'm a whore for for doing a very normal thing, right. like a, a very socially acceptable thing. Right. Like, what's your deal? And he's like, fuck you, fuck you. This is the worst thing you could have possibly done. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, it's it's weird and super jealous. And- Ladies, if you're listening to the sound of my voice and you got a you got a man who does this shit to you, you got you can find better. Yeah, for sure. Just leave. Yeah, just leave. It's a bad, bad, Does, bad sign. Doesn't matter if he has an Irish accent. Doesn't matter if he's the most gorgeous man you've ever seen. No, get yourself get yourself a 5 out of 10. Yeah. He's he's just going to invent an invisible suit, and he's going to frame you for murder. <laughs> like, it's just not worth it. Right. It's so, not worth it. Um, so that's this episode. Um, really good one. To, like, it really fills in a lot of the a lot of the missing pieces in terms of the background with the previous au pair and this super creepy Peter. But it ends with... Oh, yeah! It ends with the man in the mirror. Yeah. Man in the mirror keeps coming up and up. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of... I have a feeling slow playing it. I have a feeling we'll learn a little bit more about him in the next episode. Right. So with that. So with that, thanks again for listening. Please, if you're new or you haven't, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps with the uh, chart. Um, and subscribe so you hear all the episodes of the Bly Manor After Show and all of our other episodes. If you like the show uh please share it with a friend there's also ways you can support us more directly like click through the amazon button in our at our website horrormovietalk.com and we'll get a little taste of anything you spend on amazon check out our patreon and special thanks to dustin gobel um our resident artist here at horror movie talk he also takes commissions for artwork from hmt fans so contact him at dgobel00 on instagram that's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0. Um, thanks again to Max for helping us out with the intro um, that's music. M- yeah, that's Max.R.Allen on Instagram. Check him out. And thanks to Kitty, um, our uh, our proper British voice to introduce the and each pa- episode. And patron member. And patron. Um, if you want to leave us a voicemail, we probably won't play any of these on these episodes, but we'll talk about them in our... Uh, other episodes call 682-253-4468. Thank you. We love you. Okay, bye. women lying in ponds distributing swords is no basis for a system of government. Supreme executive power derives from a mandate from the masses, not from some farcical aquatic ceremony. Be 